Hello everyone, you are listening to You've Got 5 Options show with Marta and Anna. Join us while we are solving yet another life challenge. And if you decide to share your problem with us, yours can be next. Hello everyone, this is Marta. And this is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options show. Yes, and there is no Lasse. There is no Lasse today. He's participating in that creative meeting that happens every now and again that you will most likely be able to hear. Yes, because it's just uh, next door and they are very creative, especially with usage of cutlery and plates. So uh, we apologize for any disturbances, uh, but it's a creative pack that is working on the program that will be happening on the radio and on TV. So you have to apologize. No, you don't have to apologize. (laughs) (laughs) But you also can apologize if you want to. You can send us your apologies on (laughs) (laughs) the5options.com. Oh, yeah, we're so smart and funny. No, you you have to, uh, you know, kind forgive of like us. forgive us. Yes, yes. please, uh, please uh, accept our apologies. But, you know, sometimes we cannot control those things. But at least you have a proof that we are in a radio. But anyway, guys, we are back here and you've got five options. If you are listening to us randomly on the radio, it's a place we s- where we solve life challenges that are sent to us via our website, the5options.com. So if you are a person who is there somewhere with a problem or a challenge and you would like to receive five options in a written form or in a form of a podcast or a radio show, just in order, you know, to gain some other perspectives, just to see that there are always at least five ways out of any situation, please Don't stay with it by yourself. You know, just find those five minutes, describe your challenge and send it to us either via our Facebook page. You've got five options or through our website, the5options.com. Yeah, I think uh, especially when we were when we are solving now this challenge and this one will be quite a milestone because uh, we have split the solution all the five options into four episodes. But I think uh, especially with this challenge, I have realized that there are some problems that we cope with that it's very difficult to talk with someone else because they are either having some sort of a stigma or a shame attached to it. One of them are addictions and alcohol abuse. And this is the type of challenge that we are solving today. This is the fourth episode. So I think uh, what you have said, Marta, is really on point. If you are somewhere out there and you have a problem and you have no one to talk to, please write to us. We solve all the challenges we, we receive. And it's our actually purpose here to help you guys. And even if you have someone to talk to, but the inspiration or the solutions that you that you get are not necessarily the ones that are helpful or fit for your purpose. Remember that with us, you will get at least five different ones. Yes, definitely. And we are always trying, if, if those are actual options, we are always trying to, to give really different variety, basically, of solutions. Because even if we personally maybe wouldn't choose them, we are acknowledging 
and actually honoring the fact that every single human being is different and everyone has to find or look, actually first look for and then find answer within. But those options or, or um, ideas usually help you to spread your horizon and find your own answer. That's actually our purpose. Definitely. And today we have a fourth episode of a challenge to Ella's problem. And yeah, I think I'll just go ahead and read the challenge so that you guys know what it's all about or just remind yourself the details. Hello, lately I've noticed something that worries me. When I go out and drink alcohol, more and more often I lose control over how much I drink. It starts nice and slow, but then after a couple of beers or shots, I end up really drunk. Sometimes to the point when I don't remember what was I doing or how I got home. In the morning, I have a huge hangover, also the moral one, and I feel really embarrassed with myself. In the past, it was happening as well, but not very often, so I wasn't worried. Besides, everyone gets really drunk from time to time, right? But now it happens more often than not. And I would really like to do something about it. I don't want to resign from alcohol completely. I just want to control it better. Do you have some ideas for me? Marta, do we have some ideas? We definitely have some ideas. We have already come up with plenty. Yes. But I think the option that we will have right now is one that is answering directly to the question yes. uh, of Ella. That she, she states here she does not want to quit alcohol. She wants to control it better. And do we have any ideas specifically to that? So yes. yes, and we will just get down, uh, get down to it in a moment. For uh, all of you, I would like to remind that we have already discussed Think number one to consider. Figure out the nature of your relationship with alcohol. Number two, identify the moments when you feel like drinking. Number three, take some time to figure out what is happening in your life. Number four, apply practical rules to your drinking habits. Number five, if you notice nothing works, seek help. And yes, Marta, you are totally right. I think Uh, the fourth thing to consider that we will discuss right now is definitely something that directly responds to Ella's question. How can I control my consumption better while not resigning from alcohol? However, I would like to underline that the first three things to consider were going quite deep into drinking patterns, habits, alcohol abuse. So if you Ella have realized that your problem might have been deeper or there are some uh, unresolved issues or emotions uh, within you that you might be covering with alcohol, then you definitely need to go deep within you and to try to heal them or address them. Number four will not help you to solve your own problems, but if it's something more circumstantial and your drinking habits are maybe caused by I would say I don't know just a period of time or, or whatsoever then the app that, that practical rules can actually help I use some of them so I think it could be a good exercise to to lay down some of them and and see if it works and definitely if you see that you lay down some of those rules uh, and it doesn't work then you really have uh, something to really, really deeply look into. Uh, because if, if just laying down those rules for yourself will be 
really easy and you will stop having that problem after that, then probably the extent of your problem not, was not as deep uh, as it looks from description. But if you actually have a challenge to, you know, to stick to those rules, then that's a very, very important piece of information for you. Yes. So Marta, I would um, propose something like this. I will state out the rule and you will uh, tell me if uh, you think it's okay or not. And then we will wrap it up. Okay. okay. Rule number one. For every drink, take a glass of water. So guys, for those of you who have not listened to our live show, where we were talking about the science and the very interesting facts about alcohol, I do recommend that you find it on our YouTube channel. You've got five options.com. Sorry, no, that's not the YouTube channel. It's you've got five options where we talk about it. Yes, Taking a glass of water, in general drinking water, it's absolutely a ground rule because water dilutes the alcohol. So definitely for not feeling bad the next day, for not getting too drunk uh, and so on, drinking water is scientifically proven to work. To a certain extent, of course, because if you drink too much, you can drink, um, you know, you can drink five liters of water. I, that wouldn't be healthy, healthy no, either. No, can, you can die from over drinking water, technically speaking, if you will drink five gallons. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but it is scientifically proven that uh, drinking water dilutes uh, your blood alcohol. So definitely makes sense. Yes, and Ella, just uh, to tell you, this is something from my uh, personal experience, something I learned from Marta. I have also realized that many times when I was going out, it was mostly the habit of having something in my hand and drinking it because I started to drink water for every drink. I drank a glass of water and many times I was not realizing that I was drinking, let's say, second or third glass of water. It was just the habit of, of consuming something liquid in a bar. So uh, I recommend this rule for everyone. For example, I in general drink a lot of water. I start my day by drinking at least two glasses of water. I drink water all the time throughout the day. It's something that I'm already, I would say, addicted to. I actually get headaches pretty easily if I don't drink enough water. So for me, that rule for every drink, take a glass of water is pr not even something I think about. It's not that I have to lay that rule out for myself. I actually would say that probably in reality, it looks like I, li like I take two glasses of water because that's a natural pattern that I would have also with a coffee and with a tea and with whatever. I just drink a lot of water, uh, but it does help. Marta, addicted to water. Revelation. I think so, you know, I actually sometimes think that maybe I am addicted to water because I get a headache if I skip water for uh, for half a day. Okay. So if I was in a situation where I didn't have easy access to water or was like in meetings and I didn't bring my bottle or something, I can get headache. So uh -huh. maybe I have to look into my addiction. Mm, maybe, but it doesn't look very harmful, I would say. But Ella, just from my personal experience, if I ever, ever had a night when I blacked out, it was not at the night when I was drinking alcohol to water with the same proportions. It, it's just it doesn't happen. So that's a very good rule. If you would like to control your consumption, you just have to remember about this. It has to become a habit. Marta, rule number two. If you feel pressured by your friend's current group, 
avoid going out with them. So I have two reflections here. Yeah. And reflection number one is, of course, if you have if you have a problem with alcohol and you would like to fix it and you have friends that actually pressure you a lot, there is definitely something to look into. And that's definitely a good thing to consider if these friends are actually good for you (laughs) in your current life, in your current setup. So definitely from this one perspective, it makes sense. But I do have another reflection Mm -hmm. to actually put your assertive cap on Mm -hmm. because it is a part of culture. So it could be still your very good friends who really want to be with you and they they are actually good people for you, but it's just this uh, pattern of behavior that, yay, we are all going out, we are all drinking and so on. So it doesn't actually have to be a toxic group of friends for you. Maybe the only thing you need to put your assertive cap on and maybe honest cap on, you know, and say, look, guys, you know, I really don't want to drink. It's not good for me. I am sorry, but I don't want to drink. And I was actually reflecting on it because it's such a big part of our culture. We were talking about Poland, where we go out, we drink together and so on. Yet no one stopped being my friend when I was pregnant or breastfeeding. People were still inviting me for parties. I was still having fun with my friends, yet I was not drinking anything. For over a longer period of time. Anna has mentioned that when you had a child and then breastfeeding and so on, you had like five years when Mm -hmm. you were not drinking. People would still be like, yeah, let's let's go out, let's drink. And you would just say, you know, I'm not drinking. I I have a baby now or whatever. And then people let you off the hook. So sometimes it's more about coming there with your reason to why you not want to drink and telling it to your friends. So definitely, if you say you if you have your lady balls on (laughs) and you actually say, look, guys, you know, I think I might have a problem with drinking and I don't want to drink now and they still pressure you, then okay, maybe that's a really valid point to stop going out with those people. But you don't necessarily have to cut yourself out of your friends that could have some other bad, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. impact. It's more about being honest or assertive because People often tell me, you know, come on, Marta, let's drink or whatever. And I just, you know, now that I don't breastfeed finally anymore and don't plan any more <laughs> pregnancies, I do at night say, you know, today I'm not drinking. And and that, and that I have my assertive cup on and maybe three times they come on, let's drink or you can come back by bus or whatever. And I'm like, no, I, I just don't feel like drinking today, whatever. People let me off the hook because I am assertive and because I feel aligned within myself that this is my decision. I am the one to decide whether I'm going to drink today or not. So, yeah, that were my reflections. Very good reflections, Marta. And I will just uh, point out one thing here. It is something that is advised to people who actually are alcoholics and are trying to recover. Because those people are so deep into that they will simply won't be able to put the assertive cap on. They have to actually recover first. But you are very right. Very good points. If it's just an alcohol abuse of of a mild or medium, let's say, kind, this binge drinking, then it's very good points. Next practical rule, set up yourself a limit of drinks for the night and take cash with you so you cannot spend more than your limit. (laughs) Okay, so I would say that this, if you have to lay yourself such a rule... (laughs) 
I would say that it points out to a serious problem <laughs> or a more serious problem. It means that you really are not in control with your drinking. And when I think about it, my honest reaction for myself, if I had to do it for myself, I would feel I have a serious problem with alcohol. So it's just my own personal thing with my own personal setup. I think for someone that we could read out of Ella's description, it could be viable solution to consider. But for me, that would be a very strong point that there is a serious problem if I have to do something like that for myself. Yes. Yeah, so if you decide to go for it, try it. It might be helpful, but please consider your uh, your problem more seriously. But what do you think about uh, the fourth practical uh, rule? Don't mix, uh, mix alcohol. So basically, I wanted to tell you here again, as a part of a research for our live show about alcohol, it is a myth. It is a There myth. is absolutely no science proving that if you mix alcohol, that you will uh, get more drunk or something like that. It is purely about an amount of alcohol. So interesting. So would you say that this is psychological? Because so many people claim I had a really bad hangover because I mixed this and this and this. Do you think it might be psychological that we when we start to mix, we presume hangover and then we actually do feel hangover so there is the only thing that i know from the mm -hmm. research is that there is no scientific proof for mm -hmm. that okay so that means maybe there is no scientific proof for that yet mm -hmm. but it is uh, about how you get drunk is about your body weight the amount of water that you have, the amount of muscles, actually, oh, now I'm talking about it again, but you guys maybe will get more interested to get into our, our live show. It's actually, the determining factor is actually how m muscular you are. It's about how much you have eaten and so on. It's really no scientific proof that mixing alcohol. It's the amount of alcohol and your body, the way you're built, the, how much water you have in your body and all these kind of things. So I can only say from the research that I have, the movie, the truth about alcohol that so I, I based guess it on. The last tip I will present might be something that you would agree with. Make sure you've eaten properly before going out and consuming alcohol. Yeah, there's definitely science behind that. And Go to our live show to find out what exactly it's all about and how it works. Okay, so uh, we have presented five rules. There will be more practical rules uh, in the article that will be attached. You actually can also read in the in the summary on YouTube where you can read all about this. But there are uh, several practical things you can do. And I think uh, Marta agrees with water and eating. And a little bit also with uh, with uh, friends and and uh, group. So I think those are all good things to consider. There is more, but now we will actually go to option number five, because we are all the time coming back to this idea that if even if you will apply the practical rules that we have present, and they might be helpful, especially if you don't have a serious problem, it's something that was circumstantial or whatsoever. But they will not fix the addiction or uh, an abuse if there is, a, a, a let's say, a, a severe one or let's say a big one. So if you notice nothing works, seek help. 
And here, um, I think it's very uh, important to again remind that although there is a very weird and very schizophrenic attitude towards alcohol in our cultures and societies, people who are falling into alcoholism are people who are abusing alcohol and are not seeking for help. It's a very lonely addiction. It's an addiction that isolates you, that detaches you. And if you really notice most of the signs from what we have discussed, you really need to seek help. I would, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's difficult. First of all, we are no therapists or specialists in any of this. So definitely we cannot assess whether, whether Ella uh, has a medium serious problem with alcohol is it uh, you know only uh, only <laughs> abuse <laughs> and if yeah. it's moderate or high or how close to alcoholism there is no way we can assess that you can only try to do it for yourself and seek help when it comes to that but just the fact of you know the the simple things we were discussing like the triggers like if you feel like drinking when you're stressed or when you're anxious or this can be pointing out that there is something happening in your life that needs your attention needs some healing needs some learning how to deal with that so we are not in any way suggest suggesting that you are an alcoholic and you should go to an AA meeting. We are just telling you to have a look at your life. Do you feel happy with the way your drinking patterns look like? I guess you don't feel entirely happy if you write to us, right? But how good is it for you? How do you feel when you drink? How do you feel the next day? How many triggers you have? What is actually happening in your life? And seek help. It doesn't have to be an AA help necessarily. It could be that you need a simple therapy. You need to talk to a friend about it. Maybe you need to talk to your parents or your partner. It doesn't have to be like a huge thing that you have to necessarily start for yourself. You can still start with you know, seeking within yourself. I think Anna has some good books to to yes. start with, but don't stay with it because repeating it over and over again, that's something where you can get yourself into more serious problems again. So, you know, don't avoid the topic. Don't shut your eyes and uh, mind and ears mm -hmm. and mouth and so on. But really, really, you know, take care of yourself. Totally. I think the line between alcohol abuse and uh, alcohol addiction, it's really thin. And if we don't take care of the warning signs, it can be too late we can fall into an addiction and we also talked about it that actually it's so acceptable to drink you might feel really like okay this is not a big deal everyone is drinking things reoccurring you are just going further further you feel bad with yourself marta pointed out a couple of times you feel bad you know something is wrong but then you think but it's normal everyone drinks and i am still functioning it's a very thin line you are yourself best compass here. If you feel bad, it means that you need to address something. There are two books that I came across and I heard miracles about those books that I would like to recommend for start if you are not, of course, uh, addicted. Because if there is someone who is addicted, we would like to really ask, reach out to a specialist or to AA. In Denmark, you can go to a doctor and doctor can 
points you to the right uh, clinic. It's it's really there are people here everywhere to help you. But if you are coping with an alcohol abuse, although I read reviews and people who claim they were alcoholics after reading those books, they stopped drinking are number one, the naked mind, control alcohol, find freedom, discover happiness and change your life. That's a long title by Annie Grace. You will have uh, information about that book on our website and uh, fan page on Facebook. Uh, This is a book by a woman who was a mother and a very successful also uh, businesswoman, had a husband, and she have noticed that she's closing every day with two to three glasses of wine. She couldn't get out of it. And then uh, she is describing her journey and all the things she did also reflects on how uh, difficult it is to get out of this thinking alcohol is uh, normal to drink and so on. Uh, She talks about many myths uh, with alcohol and this book is her journey of being sober, basically. And uh, I read a lot of reviews and people were saying, I have read this book and I have not touched alcohol for three years. It's unbelievable. Of course, not everyone will just need a book. But um, if you think that you would like to have some interesting, valuable book to help you with your abuse, that's definitely one. And number two, Recovery, Freedom from Our Addictions by Russell Brand. I don't know if you know Russell Brand, a British uh, music journalist, uh, comedian. Now he actually has, uh, he, he's promoting his book. A very interesting character for those who don't really recall it still, ex-husband of Katy Perry. He was struggling with addictions from alcohol and drugs his entire life. And when he got out of it, he wrote this book. I have seen him giving interviews in the biggest stations in States and Great Britain. And everyone is simply uh, in love with this book because apparently he really helped thousands of people to get out of the addiction just by laying down his rules. His philosophy is based on 12 steps that are used by, uh, I think, anonymous alcoholics. So those two books and uh, uh, links to where you can find those books, for instance, I have them as audiobooks, will be available on our website when the when the podcast and the radio show will be released. So you can find it there. Visit our Facebook page on You've Got Five Options. And yeah, there are the obvious things, of course, that uh, the therapy and rehab. There is one more idea, Marta, that I've heard from uh, from a friend of mine who said, I would recommend this person to go to AA meeting, not to sign up straight away, but just to listen to the stories of people and uh, get the idea how serious or not serious my problem is to try to actually realize that and also to realize that you are not alone. What do you think about this? Because I think they actually do take people as an as a guest or observant if I'm not sure what is happening with me. So I think uh, Ella or any of our listeners, if you heard about this option and it speaks to you, then it's definitely the right one for you. I, as always, I would recommend, I mean, talking to someone, reading about it, you know, educating yourself, reaching out to your doctor, reaching out to close people. Or if you don't want to talk to anyone, you're not ready, then maybe going to such a meeting could be something for you. So definitely, if any of the options, you know, moved your heart, (laughs) that's the one for you. 
Yeah, I, I totally agree. I think that uh, one advantage of AA meeting is that no one will judge you there. Those will be people who will welcome you. And I think uh, taking in consideration the stigma we talked about that is connected with alcohol addiction in our society, uh, it's a good place to, to start and maybe feel supportive energy. But it doesn't mean you're an alcoholic. Maybe you are just going there to find out how serious your problem is or just to talk with someone. Um, but uh, regardless of what you will choose, uh, please don't stay with this alone. Please always seek for help. And uh, I do hope that this four episodes long challenge solution with all the five things we would recommend you to consider Ella and anyone else who is listening is helpful and uh, and valuable and applicable yeah and we definitely wish you good luck and we would like you you know to remember to be your own very best friend and simply take care of yourself yes uh, so if someone would like to contact us regarding this deal show on share the story or ella if you would like to come back to us with maybe more details or or, or something like this please do so we are available for for you 24 7 well except of the times when we are sleeping or drinking i'm joking or working <laughs> bad joke working and 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 sleeping but we we are really looking forward for Uh, messages from all of you guys so if we can help we would love to. so all the good luck and thank you bye thank bye you. thank you very much bye bye guys you are listening to you've got five options show where we solve your life challenges remember that you can visit our website the5options.com where you can submit your challenge or find our previous challenges. That's all, folks! <laughs>